Jada, though, I mean, is Jada's kind of hot. Slay. It's, yeah, it's I, kind I, of I know a girl named Jada who's like the hottest girl I've ever seen. Like, Jada's yeah. a hot name. She hears me say that. Jada and Madison are hot, but like yes. Madison stormed the Capitol. <laughs> like, Jada's really like kind of nice. Jada simple. lives in the Lower East Side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? No, I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Con. Hi, Nico. <laughs> How are you today? I'm really good. Thank good. you for asking. Good. It's beautiful out. You know I'm a fall, a I fall know. Guy. It's actually like the last day of summer today, I think. What? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the 21st is like... Oh, we're supposed to be manifesting. Uh, well, you better get to it. We're breaking up with things that we don't want in our lives anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, get it. Indecision. That's what you're breaking up with? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like moving and like I think you know that moving for me, it's yeah. just like every day it's like... We've got to be on the hunt. We've got to be on Craigslist. We have to be thinking about, yeah. Yeah. It, moving is one of the most stressful things you can do. No, it is. If the government was like, this is where you're going to live, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, or like. I know, it should be easier. There's also, wait, I'm seeing an apartment today that is like, I, I'm really, ex- okay. It, it's kind of a lot of money. And it's one of those ones where you're like, well, we'll figure it out. And then I, it, it has an office and a big one bedroom. And it's like, wait, this is a boyfriend apartment. It was like, this is for a couple with a dog <laughs> or a child with an in vitro. But it like, could be you. I know. It could be your apartment. I know. And then when men come over, I'll be like, that's the empty side of the bed. (laughs) That could be you. (laughs) True. I mean, I feel like if you go over to somebody's apartment and they have a nice apartment when you're dating, you're like, well, I'm more interested now because of this. Oh, wait, Nico. Okay. Here's the thing. Oh shit. I know. Because I was looking at this one apartment where I was like, the root, the bed touches too many walls and I am almost 30. Yeah. Not that almost, but like I am almost 30. The next time we have this conversation, I'll be 30. The next time the summer solstice or fall equinox hits, yeah, I'll be 30. <laughs> and so like I am just very mindful of like, is your bed in the middle of the room? Yeah. If I you roll that. out, you should be on the floor no matter what. <laughs> you, there shouldn't be a safeguard on the wall. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's uh, like a weird part about being like uh, in entertainment or just like having a career that doesn't like pay as much right away is that you're like... I feel like I'm an adult, but also I don't have any money to like live like an adult in so many ways. So like your apartment just, I don't know. And like, what if it's like, yeah, but you need this apartment because it is in Fort Greene Park and it's on the park and there's an office and you would sit True. at it and write your masterpiece and that's what's going to pay for the apartment. There so we it's like, it's <laughs> there we go. The it's an investment. Itself. It's an investment. It kind of is. I know. And then they keep building these like new high rises that look like dorms and it's like, stop trying to make us children. Stop trying to put us in my these... street. I know. They're I know. It's like, we didn't live in Brooklyn. To, to live, live in a dorm. Yeah, okay, we graduated. I'm Let trying to move live on. in a brownstone that I can't afford. Exactly. That someone had died in years ago. <laughs> but I am seeing it today, and it's like for rent by owner. And I think this is true for everyone in this room. There's no way that we would be the first people that they would that would come to mind, like if they start to crunch numbers. But it's like, oh, but you want to meet the people 
you're looking for charm. It was like, <laughs> I we're definitely in the running when you're like, oh, you want to meet the person who's going to live in your home? Okay. Yeah. This Wait, could that's work. interesting. I've never, That's a, that must be a nice place. I'm going to show up with my hair done and be like, I'm sober. <laughs> so, but not, but sober enough that we're, it's not a concern. But there's some distance but from there's it. there's some distance. Not like, <laughs> what if I was like, I'm, this is, no offense. I was like, I'm six weeks sober. <laughs> that is a little different than, I guess, seven years. Everybody's on their own journey, but. I'm trying to it recover in your apartment. It tells a different story. <laughs> yes. But how are you? I'm good. Um, I'm trying to think of the boys club I saw this week. Oh, I would. Say, I didn't see this, but thinking about it. People who mosh at like shows, at like hardcore punk shows. People who are mo- in the mosh pits. Oh. Jumping around, being thrown to and fro. Those people need to read the news. Well, you know, who who was at one recently is Jeremy Pinson, former guest of the pod, sweetheart Jeremy Pinson. Very sweet. Was I, I was blown away to know because he's such a docile, lovely man. And he was like at this show where he was moshing. And I was like, I, and he was like, yeah, you just kind of have to like go limp and let the crowd just sort of sway you so you don't go break it. I know. We've never gone limp. I just like have always been small. And so I just remember being a kid and there'd be like, if we were all in like a pep rally or something and some older kids decided to like push on the bleachers, I would always be like crushed. Uh. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't really like the crowds. I don't like when people start to push. No. Cause like I was always going to be the small one who was going to get trampled. So I was like, I just like don't. So I'm, I'm ne- you will not catch me moshing. No, no, ever. no, no, no. That was one of, when we watched, did you watch that Woodstock 99 documentary with us? No. Okay. Very, very brief. <laughs> I never will. No, don't watch it. All my friends already watched it. Don't watch it. It's scary. Um, but it's about when they redid Woodstock in 1999 but the basically because the bands are like a little bit more hardcore at that point like hardcore rock the crowd that was drawn to it was not like the hippy dippy love of the original like 1969 Woodstock it was a lot more like hardcore fans and so and it was like just poorly run and it just ended up being an absolute shit show like bad 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 and all these people were like they show this footage of people like moshing and like thousands and thousands and thousands of people just like the crowd just like moving and I was like that's some that is my personal hell like I would be out of there so fast why'd they make a documentary about it because it was so fucked up like they just like ran it so poorly and like people got hurt and there was like a big mudslide because it rained and they like didn't have enough water or food people got like some sort of weird like mouth infection from the water they were drinking because it like got in the like sewage it was bad it God, was bad it's like you want to travel and it burned down that was the big thing it burned down that's why to the ground that's why it. there was a documentary about this it. this preceded fire festival which yes. preceded burning man yes three things that none of us went to <laughs> yes so, yes three things that we're too anxious yeah. to go to but anyway so my boys called this week is people who mosh um that you know how when they say well, if you get hit by a car you should be kind of it, it, it's good if you're like a little bit loose or drunk yeah if i die getting hit by a car it'll be like his sobriety killed him <laughs> and be like no, I'm saying that my boys club is the guy who was sitting across from on the train that was reading this thing for i think class and he had like rolled up jeans and he was wearing black stan smiths and he had like a cap on but it wasn't like an oppressive cap it was like a chill cap like like that cap it was chill like it wasn't like a truck i'm it was like a chill. Just hat. like a baseball hat. It, it was, yeah, yes. It was like a baseball <laughs> hat. It was a baseball <laughs> hat. And he had, and he was reading this. He had earbuds with a wire, and he was reading this this thing that just said the subject of documentary. And I was like, that's my type. Okay. I was like, this is a man in school for filmmaking. So this is a call to action to any boys at home listening. If you're, if you have. If, if readings, that was you, which implies that you also have a printer and you're in school for the subject of documentary. I think that's beautiful. How old did he look? Had to be, had to be 20, I hope 28. 
but like <laughs> maybe 23. Everyone looks the same to me now. I know. It is hard to like, because there are people who look way young or way old for their age. Yeah. It's hard to know. Sometimes it's hard to know. It's hard. It's like people that are four years younger than me feel like they've lost sight of their dreams. So I was like, how old am I? <laughs> I feel like we're really just getting up there in age. <laughs> it's hard. Okay. So that's your boys club. Yes. Um, all right, let's bring our guest in. Yes. Yeah, boys, our guest this week is an incredible comedian. You might know her from her amazing videos online. We're so happy to have her here with us today. Please welcome Sabrina Breyer. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Wait, so we're loving already your Eras tour. Whether you know this or not, Big Swifty over there. I did know. I love her. Yeah. I love her. I did know. Did you buy every available piece of swag at the tour? I, um got this and i got the like beige sweatshirt that every girlie in new york has <laughs> you yeah. walk around in in the west village and everybody's got one it. yeah did and you, I, they're wearing it did you go to the metlife one so i went did you go no Ugh. i'm gonna go to like an obscure I south american country <laughs> i think you should do that i hate telling people who, who didn't go this to this information that I'm about to tell you. So I do want to give you a trigger warning, <laughs> but I did go three times. Wait, whoa, oh that's amazing. Wait, but I'm impressed you went three times and people don't know. You know what I mean? And I agree with that. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Because I know people that went three times and every, that's their whole thing. It's their whole thing is that I went three times. I know See, a because guy Sabrina has a lot else going on. She doesn't <laughs> need to be telling. You think that, you think that, <laughs> but then if you're in my personal life, you're hearing about it a lot. <laughs> Wait, did you go in Arizona? So, no, that would have been sick. I know. I also, like, I remember when that happened. She means sick in the head. That sick would be sick. Head. Yeah, sick in the head. Um, which I think at the time, this was my first kind of, like, experience of a Taylor tour in the sense of, like, the lore around it. Mm -hmm. Because I am definitely not a concerty person per the moshing thing. Yeah. Agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, definitely freaks me out a bit. But obviously, like, when something is worth it, you put things aside and you persevere. You take a clonopin yes. and you get in the car. <laughs> yeah, through it. And um, you know, cause I'm I'm definitely a newer Swift. I'd be interested to hear kind of your by the way, I want to let you guys to know literally every podcast I've ever been on Taylor comes up. Wait, uh, same. And I mean this podcast. Every this episode. Podcast. It comes up every almost episode. every episode. Every episode yeah. we talk well, about. Like, because it's boys club. And that's yeah. what it means. Yes. And Swifties are a boys club. Exactly. <laughs> um, they really are. I actually thought of maybe bringing that as my example. But um, anyways, anyways. So I am, I don't want to say a new Swiftie. I've always loved her. Like I was a fearless girly, speak now girly, debut girly. Then when Red came out, I kind of fell off. I was like in high school and I was like, I'm cool. I'm listening to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and then we, like, we were just, is that Stairway to Heaven? <laughs> Are you kidding? We were just, we were just talking about that because we were talking about, you we were was, talking about a Lord song that just like broke the mold of like, you whatever. were like, the yeah, Loop. Do you know the Stairway song, the to Loop? Heaven by Lord. <laughs> of, course, of course. We were talking about how my favorite line in that where she's like, we'll be in the Louvre in the room in the back, but hey, still the Louvre. It's Loop. still the fucking It's like Loop. such a cheeky <laughs> song. It's so cheeky. I love her. It really we is cheeky. But we were just talking about music that like doesn't have a traditional structure, and then I was like, yeah, I remember the first time hearing Bohemian Rhapsody as a kid, mm. and I was like, what oh the God. fuck is this? Like, it's so different, and it's seven minutes long. Mm. And then you were saying Sarah to Heaven is similar. Yeah, yes. yeah, and yes. Freebird too. And Freebird. <laughs> no, I love all those like epic. They don't make them like that. Anymore. They really don't. People they are not. Really people are don't. trying to make short, short songs now. Oh, I feel like a lot so of new songs short. are like two to three. Yeah, because they want. 
you know what? TikTok. Because they, they are only packaging it for Even on Speak TT. Now, I was like, oh, I forgot we had songs that were four minutes and 50 seconds before. Oh, yeah. the longer the better. Yeah. I agree. I'm tra- oh, Castle's the 10-minute version? Um, Give me the 20-minute version. Yeah, I'll, I was putting that back on loop. Like, yeah. I was, yeah. And let's, and yeah, let's play her again. Yeah. Let's <laughs> from the top, from, yeah. the top. from the top. Yeah. Wait, but when they play that in SoulCycle, I am like, this is a 40-minute class. You do your job. Do your do, job. Like, yeah. You're going to give us 25% this one. Do yes, your job. Absolutely. <laughs> I will come do. I will come do that with you. I love you. Yes. I will come do that with you. Both of you come. Um, But so, but I will say. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's totally The normal. bike seats are that, tough. What's up with that? Sorry. When, I'm, I'm really PG. So <laughs> no, I don't talk just, about vagina. You have to just like stay the course. Do you know what bottoming is like that? You just have to like <laughs> like you have to stay yeah. the course. You might have to keep this in it. By the way, guys, what I said, okay, I just I asked him to cut it, but like that was such a good punchline that but I was just saying that like my, that soul cycle hurts my crotch area. Not specifically soul cycle, any cycling, not to call out one city brand bike, to be honest. And then your no, punchline literally to any that bike. was like <laughs> it was like bottoming, bikes. and that's really funny and really clever. Um yeah. but anyways, anyways, I went to Eras three times. Because I was hashtag blessed and <laughs> I got two pre-sale codes. So when wow. I, I signed up for like, and again, I had no idea what the hell was going on because this was because like I had fallen off. And again, I'm not a concert girly. And and then since I don't want to be like one of those people who's like since folklore, because it was actually before folklore that I was like, wait. I actually click like this is Taylor on shuffle and listen to every song. Yeah. I was you like Lover. Was Lover Lover brought me back in. I, I really like Lover. Lover, we yeah. Lover brought yes. me back in. Lover reminded me. And then also I just had some close friends who were like freaking about Lover. And I was like, oh yeah, like I do love Taylor. I just kind of like lost sight of her a little bit. Yeah. I feel like when we were in high school, that was like, I don't know. Yeah. I think people, I of course her like image and her cultural perception has like ebbed and flowed over the yes. years. And I feel like especially that time, I feel like she was getting a lot of heat. And it like when wasn't necessarily cool to like her. Yes, and when you're was, in high school. Yeah, I think especially because she's somebody that we all like listen to as like little kids, like mm-hmm. or younger kids, and so it's like, oh, I don't want to listen to who I was listening to when I was in totally. fifth grade anymore, and like my first concert. So like I feel it's like, like a lot like of people, graduated yeah, have had that evolution of like coming back to her. And then you realize like, but I actually still want to listen to the yeah. same songs I was listening to when I was fifteen. <laughs> yeah, and um, and so I got a so I've been like. So, yeah, I would say since Lover, I was like, hmm. And then realized I was listening to her so much. And then when she announced Folklore, I like was like, oh, my God, I'm so freaking excited. And then I like misread like that post. And I was like, oh, I thought you had to buy it in order to listen to it. So I like bought it on like Taylor <laughs> Nation. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be on Spotify, whatever. I'll, I'll contribute. I'll pay. I'll contribute to the arts. She really needs the money. Wait, are you she needs the money. iTunes? No. <laughs> Um, did I buy it on iTunes? I don't even know. Maybe. Do you remember when Maybe. it was like? Remember when they were calling Taylor's version TV? I was yes. like, I for a long no, time thought it was like a new streaming service. I said, oh like, my I said, god! Like, okay. like the television? <laughs> yeah, no, that fearless TV. But like, I gotta say, now I'm so in the trenches with it. Like I probably could know any reference now. Like that was like I am like I I watch 
the videos. I watch <laughs> the kid. The puzzle. The puzzle. Do you guys know about What's the, the puzzle? puzzle? Oh my <laughs> no, god. No, I know everything, but now I realize. No, I don't. it's okay. It's okay. It's very new, but 1989, obviously coming out, and um, she's doing some sort of puzzle thing, and all the Swifties oh. are trying to crack the puzzle so that we can open the vault, so we can know what the songs are on the album. I think they should be the ones from the other one from the well, first. They, w- <laughs> they will be. Whoa. It, it, it didn't win a Grammy for nothing. You know True. What I mean? Did it win it? I was about yes. to say yeah. yes. 1989 era. I was not involved with. We're gonna. Say. I was gonna say they're gonna need to get the girls who code to open that vault. But oh my god, Carly <laughs> Kloss! It all comes back together. Girls who go. Oh my god. That's so true. It's wait. I just read an article. <laughs> I need to tell you. Yeah, tell me about the article. Are you involved? Well, the article is from the the CEO of Girls Who Code, and the I don't know why I read this. I just stopped reading, and it was just like <laughs> I, just I stop reading. It was just you know those stop. girl boss articles, and it was like <laughs> I think women <laughs> should make typos in their emails to show them that they can, and like that was the whole article. That and it was is from the feminist. CEO of Girls Who Code. <laughs> I gotta say, our the way that we talk about feminism in these days, I'm like, and that and that's the standard, <laughs> guys. It's like we're so off the mark that we're coming up with absolute nonsense it's like what are we even talking about we are saying the women this is i'm sorry i know barbie slay but like the some of the conversation slay. around it makes me giggle because i feel yeah. like everyone's just like and women and the thing about being a woman is you can be women with women and you can be a good woman bad woman yeah. and that's being a woman and you can just be and be a woman and that's a w- women yeah and i'm like literally. yeah and then all the but then all the girls in middle school are like yeah and i'm like okay that's good yeah it's good yeah but and everyone's mom saying? is like yeah women are women yeah women. <laughs> and you know what? Back in my day, we weren't women. We were women. Women. You know what I mean? It does feel like right now. I mean, there was something that uh, the caption on something was like, mm. Taylor and Greta Gerwig get dinner yes. together after saving the U.S. economy. <laughs> Which is well, so that true. that actually is true. <laughs> like Beyonce, See, Taylor, Greta. True. That <laughs> part is true. Beyonce. Barbie, Beyonce, Taylor have done numbers for this yeah. the economy this summer. I mean, women are summer. definitely winning right now, and I love that. Big win for the girls this summer, yeah. I really love that. And, yeah, like... Honestly, being being in that stadium, <laughs> you know, I'm sure it was electric. I, I mean, what the, it it was fucking electric. I so I got to pre-sale. I'm so sorry. Like, no, it's like okay. You're about to like, I get. I'm so sorry. I don't like to be in crowds. Okay, so it's like, guess what? Go to the let's all go to the movie together. We actually should do that. Yeah, I, I haven't picked people who I'm gonna go with. Yet, so <laughs> if you guys want to come with me? Are you, love do you guys to. have your tickets yet? No. You tickets? Wait, there's an Aries tour movie. Yeah, well, let's all go. I'm not kidding. Um, I'm definitely down I, to go. Let's go. <laughs> I'll go. Let's How go. Did you and that's, go? that's for you to have the experience without without the crowd. Where did she film it? Which like what show? It is. It's I think LA. Actually, I believe it's. LA. The reason I know it's LA is because since there, well, that's where all the cameras are. This is how niche. <laughs> yes, there and they said, yeah, she said that every album is represented, which means that one of the secret songs needs to be from the debut. And I believe the only time she did a secret song from debut was in LA. Whoa. Oh, like, except for night one, but they wouldn't have done it. What'd you do one. night one? Tim McGraw. Oh, I have problem. Wow, I have really problem. <laughs> and so, um, I remember listening to that during yearbook. In middle school, mm. it had just come out, and it was like, I remember actually being sad about it because I broke up with my girlfriend. <laughs> Shows you how she really spans. <laughs> spans that, but that's why it's so deep for people, <laughs> yeah. you know. She's like you're gay, you're straight. You're, she just yeah. <laughs> you're like I've liked you're Taylor confused. since I was straight. You have a little girlfriend. Yes. She broke your heart. <laughs> you're abusing alcohol now. You're sober <laughs> yes. enough to get a fork in apartment. Like, clean, <laughs> clean is coming out. Oh, the drought is the very worst. Literally. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Wait, I wanted for our half hours, I wanted my walkout song to be clean, but I was like, what message is that? Are we trying to? Mm. That's kind of like I'm doing this to prove a point, and it's like maybe don't, maybe, maybe just do don't. it to be funny, like yeah. just do it to be nice. No, like, just do it. Also so I switched to style. But um, ugh, that's a good one. I got two free sale codes. Nice. I what? just want everyone to really know that <laughs> I got. I have a Capital One card. Ah, which is kind of niche. Of that's me. her. That's her thing. And so, be, if you have a Capital One card, you should I like be announcing my finances like that? <laughs> Maybe not. Um, I'm like, yeah. The expiration date is. <laughs> do you guys have? Do you guys have a pen and paper? <laughs> did you go all to all the New York? No, you traveled. So I, I traveled. So I did. So I'm a. I have a lot of friends in Philly because I went to hashtag camp in Pennsylvania. Wait, oh, where? Nice. I'm I, from Philly. You're from Philly. Oh, we talked about this a little bit. I'm from Lafayette Hill, Pennsylvania. Okay, so I'm. I my my mom's from Philly, hence that connection. She's from outside. She's from like Huntington Valley area. Yeah. And my um, camp is yes, I still call it my camp because it actively <laughs> is my camp. Um, <laughs> it, my, with my sister makes fun of me all about that, but it is in Bucks County. Of course, Bucks County Playhouse. Gorgina, and I actually just was in that area last weekend for a camp wedding, and it was like thirty <gasps> camp people. Whoa! I mean, among three hundred guests. Okay, I think we like, stumbled into a boys' club you're part of. Oh, oh. <laughs> It's Wait, was it a theater camp? <laughs> Here's the thing. It was Quaker. I'm not Quaker, Whoa. but the Quakers are really slay. They're running I don't know if you guys camps. know about the Quakers, but the Quakers were like Native Americans, chill. Slavery, not chill. Like they were the only ones <laughs> right, at the time. Right, right. They were trendsetters. Pacifists. Yeah. Yes. Thing, I do know the Quakers, and I think growing up, I thought everyone knew the Quakers, but I have since learned people that's a don't. Philadelphia thing. It's such a Philly thing. Yeah. It's And then like when you talk to people outside of it, and you're like, I went to a Quaker camp, whatever, they're like, like the oatmeal? Like that's their <laughs> only reference. <laughs> Wait, and when I was in eighth grade, so my dad works at a high school. He's a high school English teacher, which, which high- is, oh, I should cut that. It's an all-boys high school called. Okay. Uh, I'm always worried I'm going to get him fired. Um, and then, it, but in eighth grade, so he literally works at the school. It's like, yeah, I have to go there. I have free tuition. Mm-hmm. But they, the Quaker school comes and they're like, there's this really cool Quaker school. Which Friends, one? Friends Central and Germantown Friends. I'm very aware of both Friends them. Friends Select. All, the, all those kids go to camp. Okay. Oh my, the, oh, the girl who was in Bye Bye Birdie, who was the lead in eighth grade, she went to Friends Central. So I was like, well, I have to go there. And then, <laughs> Is that uh, when people say Central, they mean Friends Central? Friends Central. Oh no. There's one called Central High School. Okay, I know Central High School and I know Germantown. Different is night and day, actually. Central oh, really? and Friend Central. Yes. I know a lot of Central kids. I know like Masterman. I know Germantown kids. Friend like Central sounds like a made up name. Yeah, no, I'm like, I really hey, want to. Friend Central. <laughs> Wait, all the coolest Come kids over went there. to Friend Central. <laughs> flash sale. It was. <laughs> no, there, there was no flash sale. It was literally so much money. It was like it was like a, oh a college. And they uh, came and their whole thing is like once a week we like gather together in a room and we stand up and we share our feelings. And I just remember being 14 and like share our feelings. That's groundbreaking. I was like, I <laughs> yeah. have to go there. <laughs> yeah. And then my parents were like, your dad works at a high school. You yeah. can't go to this. You can't go. I know. So then I went to an all-boys Catholic high school that my dad worked at for free. Shackled <laughs> to the all-boys school. I was the only Don't make me be around person. all boys. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Hell. Hell. Actually, that is hell. Wait, <laughs> I went to a women's college. You, but, um, did you grow up in New York? So, no. So, I, so I, my Philly connections are that my mom, my dad's from Connecticut. That's where I'm from. My mom is from the Philly area. Where in Connecticut? Um, I'm from a suburb outside of New Haven. Cool. Um, and we're kind of spread out like my family now, but I'm originally from a, a town called Woodbridge. Shout out. Shout out. Good Woodbridge. More girls. 
It's like Gilmore more girls. It's energy. that vibe. Except we didn't have like a nice town center that a lot of these Connecticut towns had, which always made me feel really. That actually is Gilmore girls. They yeah. had like one filming Unreal. set that was just a gazebo. And oh my god! Like <laughs> yeah, they had, the, but they had like the gazebo. The Northeast and they had, like, loves the, gazebos. The <laughs> yeah. There is nothing like a gazebo. <laughs> there is nothing like it, and, and a town strip. Give me a town strip. Yeah. I guess what I don't need New York City. Give me a town strip. <laughs> Give me a town strip with like ten amazing establishments. I'm good. Yeah. Not to out you as someone that lives in Manhattan because I don't want people to come for your house. It's okay. But like, also, it's I'm famously move massive. To Brooklyn, so oh, that's what I was going to say. Soon. Would you move to Brooklyn? I, I want to in Jan. I think you would really like the trees and the sidewalks. I I think I would really like that. I do want to be in like a building, like yeah. a building girly. They have a lot here. And that's the thing. And they're so expensive in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. I also have just like lived in Manhattan for six years and I feel like I could like twist things around a yeah, little bit. Yeah. Could, like put a little spice in, in it's, my routine. Yeah. It's nice to be out like in Brooklyn too because you can go into Manhattan and experience all the fun of that and then mm-hmm. escape and not that's have to live in says. it. Yeah. And uh, for a while I will say that like pe- people love to be like, oh my God, I get overwhelmed. But I actually feel a sort of safety in totally. the, the chaos. Yeah. Um, Especially like being a young woman and like walking around the city. I feel like, okay, like there's life here yeah. and um, Lots yeah. of witnesses so I, always. Witnesses. You know what? And that's <laughs> the thing. So it's true. good to have witnesses. <laughs> it is. We were saying that when, when we were like upstate, like we, we went upstate like a couple, mm-hmm. uh, like a month ago or whatever. And it was like, nobody's around. And I was like, this is way scary. Like people are always like, oh, the crime rates in the city. And I'm like, I'm always way oh, more afraid when I'm in the middle of nowhere than I am in the yes. city. I'm never afraid for my safety. There's like a 99.9% chance that you're the safest you've ever been. And then a 0.01% chance that you are the most in danger yeah, <laughs> you yeah, have yeah, ever yeah, been. Yeah, yeah. The most in danger. <laughs> no one's going to come and kind of like curse at you. They're going to come and they're going to chainsaw yeah, you. Yeah. Like, um, it's yeah. No, like there's nothing scarier than like babysitting in like a house in the suburbs at night. And yeah. like the fall. Like that's the, that's a horror. You're just describing a backyard. lot of movies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. kind of like a movie. I, that girl. It's a movie I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the house. What's it called? A call from the house. I don't. Oh, know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. When she gets yeah, and it's, it's like a, a baby. It's raining and it's a beautiful uh, house with a lot of glass. Also, not to like be disrespectful to. Uh, now I'm like to a real life victim, but I was just gonna say the killer, the PA killer. <laughs> Do you know how there was the killer on the loose? Yes, but my brain immediately went to Idaho. But go on. Oh no no! I can't think sort that out. About <laughs> Do we should we need to cut this? The thing is, I Wait, keep thinking because we haven't talked places, about that in a while. In I forgot about that. Wait, that's like the, the really scary. The one. TikTok it's just one, not right? televised. The, the the court is just not televised. They moved on, but did they figure it out? Did they? Yeah, find they kind of know. Okay, and it's just you know. Nothing you can do to prevent that except for hope for the best. Because <laughs> so kind of can random. people like actually stop killing each other? Is my yeah, question. Literally. Like we need to bring back "Where Is the Love" and put <laughs> it on the radio. I just <laughs> saw, heard that song the other day. I was texting Iconic. you this because we were talking about the new Selena Gomez song, which I don't remember what it's called. Single, single soon. soon. Yes, <laughs> and the whole time she's like, "I'm gonna be single soon," and I'm like, "Who? Is, like, who is this for? Who's like singing this out loud? You can't sing this out loud if you have a partner that you're gonna dump soon." <laughs> no. So I'm like, is this just like a bunch of quiet people being like, I can't wait to break up with my partner. And if you're alone, good news, you're alone. What if you're married? What if you're married? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I like you're you're in couples therapy. Yeah. And as soon as as soon as you do it and you're single, song doesn't apply to you anymore. So it's like (laughs) a really short window that this applies to. And then anyway, right after that song, I was like, because we had just been talking about the new song, and I was in a I was in a cab, and the radio came on, and that song played. So I texted you, and I was Mm. like, oh, I heard the song. And then the next song was Where's the Love by 
by the uh, Black Eyed Peas, and I was like, now this now is this a hit. Now this Time-less. is a song. Timeless. 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 It, talk about Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Talk about where is the love? <laughs> where is the love is absolutely Literally iconic. timeless. People need to stop killing each other. When I um, so I went to when I went to this camp wedding, which is my boys' club last weekend. I was telling this guy, I was like. Yeah, I'm going. I was I was like on a shoot, and all the people were from Pennsylvania, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to Philly next. Your Philly area. It was like Briarwood Manor. That's or ours. Like oh that. yeah, like out. It was like outside of the city, but like it was like Philly enough. Yeah. And the thing um, with Philly is like also the people outside Philly are also they can get to Philly. Where is like, in New York? Like we're not Philly. going outside New York. Everyone like, is like I'm from Philly, but then it's like yeah. gets more detailed than that. And I was like, yeah, I'm going here for a wedding. And he goes, oh, uh, there's a killer on the loose there. Oh. And I was like, oh. (laughs) And I actually didn't really know about the news story because I feel like it was more like local PA. And then he, I was like, oh. And then I like show him, this is on the subject of things being scarier in the woods. I like show him, I was like, I'm going to be here. We like pull it up on Google maps and he's like zooming in. And I was like, so where is the killer? And he goes, there, he's there. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that is a, imagine being like so what? I have these travel plans yeah you're like well you might get killed <laughs> you might meet a plus okay, one yeah. TBH, though like who is safer than a killer on the loose that wants to stay on the DL you oh, know he did not want to be found like if I walk by someone and they're doing something shady in a car with a flashlight I'm like yeah I'm gonna keep walking yeah I like, felt to be honest <laughs> I, felt, I felt safe with him to be yeah, honest yeah. I felt safe with that killer specifically it's kind of uh, like I'm not gonna say anything you're not gonna kill me yeah. we're good yeah. also we're just good. like any man is a killer to me. No Agreed. offense, you guys. No, and to Boys Club. But, like, any man is a killer to me. So I'm like, to me, it's more of a scale of, like, how killer. And I feel like that guy, like, <laughs> has killed. But, like, he wasn't going to, he's not, like, ups- I don't think he was, like, OD about killing. Like, yeah. He wasn't going yes. like, to, He has a him. will to live, like, something yes. to live for. And that's yes. kind of, like, freedom and anonymity at this point. Yes. Well, I don't know that he has that. Because they were looking for him. But. Absolutely. <laughs> so back to Taylor Swift um, from Killing. God. I went to Taylor Swift in Philly, is my point. Cool. Okay. Of that tangent. Was and it at the Eagle Stadium? It was. Of course. T-shirt. Yeah, you know the Eagles, Eagles Stadium. T-shirt hanging What's from the called? door. I don't know. What is it called? I don't know. It's called Link. Yes, Link I know. Link. I know that. Yes. You know that. Did she sing Gold Rush? She didn't have it. She had it as a surprise song, a different night then we went so i okay so i got two pre-sale, wow. pre-sale codes i signed up i got like the normal pre-sale code because i'm blessed and i got the capital one so i did and i was going with my friend hannah who just got married last weekend hi hannah shout out and um we went uh the saturday and the sunday um because i wanted to see gracie abrams on the sunday that's why i wanted to do the oh, sunday and she and has Phoebe, a six obviously. minute song that i keep listening to but it She's makes me really so sad it's really sad music right really now sad. i think it's called me right too. now I've been listening to her. There's right a now. line in that that's like people. It's like people twenty four seven, and it's like about how she just wants to be alone. And I'm like, wait, that's like me, but they're like kind of aren't people twenty four seven. Her like, music is so sad, sad, but her like nepo babyism kind of makes it less. Sad. Her dad yeah. made Lost, and I believe her Alias. dad is Okay. <laughs> Wait, I mean, the human like, experience comes for us all, but come on. It, yeah, you're like, we're all human, but... Let's contextualize yeah. You must yeah. like Muna and Boy I Genius. I do love Muna. I do we love, love them. Can I be honest about Boy Genius? Yeah. Not to sound annoying, but I liked them before anyone else did. Because guess what? <laughs> I saw them at like Music Hall in Williamsburg in like 2018. Oh my God, that's awesome. When it was like a small little thing, and I was like God. very big into Phoebe in like... 
like one I, a little I, I'm not the most original because I wasn't like on to Stranger in the Alps at the beginning but I was into it like six months later yeah and I like introduced her to a lot of friends and then I was like really about her when she became so mainstream which is literally such a boy thing of me to say I think like, I'm becoming a boy <laughs> right now in this conversation with boys club but <laughs> they, they call it the swiftification so it's tied to this. Do they? Of people like, I love the way you said, do they? Show me. <laughs> really said, show me the I said, give me. I said, let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. Because do they now? I, show me. Who says yeah, that? Who's me, they? If we me. had someone who challenged us regularly, I'm not doing academic. I need some insight right now. Peer reviewed. Yeah. Come yes, on. Exactly. So, yeah. And what's you the MTLA, you know? Have you, bibliography. Do you know Muna? Like, they don't wear clothes, and I love them. No, I very much know Muna. I love them. Could you imagine walking into a table? Taylor Swift concert in Arizona, and you see Moon on the stage. Like I feel like people be like, "What the?" But fuck? they, but like, now I feel like they because of that, all yeah. of them are really into. Although I will say, not to be annoying, but everyone's like Phoebe, Phoebe. But then when I actually saw her open for Taylor three times, like <laughs> not people were not paying attention. Really, my friend and I, like on the very first night that I went, do I sound like a? Do I sound like a bitch right now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Guys, sorry. I'm feeling... I don't, I'm sorry. For the people in the audience who are maybe used to me being more nice, I want you to know I'm wearing all black, and that's kind of just changing my energy. Isn't it? Isn't Wait, it? but your complaint was that people weren't paying attention to Phoebe. Yeah, I mean, point being, I feel like there's a little bit of that, like... I think it's a little bit of an interesting you know, experiment into the yeah. hype machine of like, oh, Phoebe, Phoebe. It's like, but do you guys know things other than Kyoto? Like, yeah. do some, yeah. like, I'm not, the, I'm just the type of person where, like, Muna, for example, obsessed with Muna, but I know the reality is I don't know enough of their discography. I know a lot, but not as much as I should. So I wouldn't, like, rock a Muna shirt yeah. until I can feel that someone could stop me on the street yeah. and interview me about Muna and I could have all my shit together. Yeah. yeah. But I could do that with Taylor. I have a Phoebe shirt. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. gonna like that about it. But I feel like people are maybe very comfortable. This is a boys club I don't feel a part of is when people are really comfortable heavily associating with something that maybe they're not really heavily associated with. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah. And you know what? Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I also feel like what you're saying about like Phoebe, I think people don't understand how big Taylor Swift is mm. because of course Phoebe's, you know, a massive star in her own right, but she's it's not Taylor. Like the, all those people are there because of they love Taylor Swift, not because totally. they know the openers. And like, I'm sure like a thousand people in there know, or thousands of people know who Taylor or who mm -hmm. Phoebe is. But even in that, just because of how big it is, it's like, it she's just goes next to show level. She's next level. Her power. It's like there's a reason levels. they're opening for her. You yes. know, like they're not. Yes. And she's lifting them up via putting them on this platform. But like it really is a huge gap between the two. I love mm. Phoebe Bridgers. I love her so much. Me too. Could you imagine being kind of just like a random person in Philly who goes on girls trips and works at Allstate Insurance. And, and you then go to Eras. <laughs> and you see Phoebe. And Phoebe's like, and then, you know, and then they scream. You're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I fucking <laughs> I love that it song. Was so fun. I was like, ah. <laughs> Like, I really screamed. I know. I can imagine a bunch of people, like, not paying attention. And all of a sudden, like, a few people are yeah. screaming. And they're like, what the, the people fuck are is going on? Yeah. And is that as people are, like, filing into their chairs? Like, they're just, yes, like, kind of. they're filing and they're getting their pretzels. And I was like, this is the end. 
<laughs> I love that song. Did she sing Nothing New? Did they do Nothing New together? Yes, yes. All the times I saw her there, they did. I, ha- I got some sick surprise songs. And then I'll say too, the point of all this also is that then I went in Philly and then before I went in Philly, I was like traveling the next day and I got an email from a brand and they were like, hell yeah, we have a box <gasps> at MetLife for Saturday. Would you like to come? I said, would I like to come? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, and then I I'll bring my sleeping bag. I'll sleep one. in the box. Literally. I'll sleep in the box. Wait, they weren't going to give you a plus one? At first, because it was such a hot ticket. So at first they weren't. They were kind of like, because they were prioritizing taking influencers, which is what happens with these brands. Because, you know, it's like there's a, uh, you know, money, They were like, do you want to make money? 11 new friends? I didn't get paid. I would have done it. I would have given my blood to go. Did you make <laughs> friends doing it? I, of course, you always make friends on like the little things, but I, the most important part is that I was able to, uh, one of my cousin, my cousin-in-law, one of my cousins, Kelly, who's a healthcare hero. Shout out Kelly. Shout out Kelly, um, was devastated because she didn't have tickets. What's the Taylor Swift song about nurses? About nurses? Uh Oh, is there one about nurses? Is it the, is it, oh, oh, soon you'll get better. Okay. What's the other one about nurses? Uh, or. (laughs) Folklore. It's on the tip of your tongue. Oh, no. It's Evermore. Is Epiphany Evermore or Folklore? Wait. Why is it about nurses? The lyrics are about... It's about COVID nurses. Are you serious? Swear to God. Where did you read this? On Reddit. Okay. <laughs> on Reddit. <laughs> Sabrina wants only peer-reviewed want sources, <laughs> yeah. okay? We can't just have people so willy-nilly saying I'm this like, is about a healthcare hero. I'm like, Taylor what those, are your <laughs> sources? <laughs> Also, her songs are random. Her songs are all about topical. Well, this was folklore, remember? Because like even Mirrorball, like you've got to watch the pawn sessions. Have you watched the pawn sessions? Most of it. You've got to watch the pawn sessions. Here's what we should do, guys. Not to like force you guys into my plan, but I do think that maybe what we should do is come to this really nice apartment (laughs) and like do a marathon of like Miss Americana, all that stuff, and then go to like the nice Williamsburg um, one where the seats go back. Yeah. 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 I think we should do that. I think we should. I would love together. to see the eras like video. I would love us because I want to see America. how it was. Actually, we not to put pressure on you guys socially, but we could get tickets soon because they're I would love already that. for sale. We have to do that. And the when is it coming out? Us, Next month. Uh, okay, let's do us it. Us coming here to watch her call Stacey Abrams. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Be like, gay people do matter. They matter. And you know what? I just thought of this. I thought. Of this. Yeah. I just you thought heard of it here first, folks. Wait, I feel <laughs> bad that I feel like we've had you on to do like a Taylor Swift debris. No, don't feel bad. I told you from the beginning I have a disease. <laughs> Wait, but I need I'll just to... tell you the end of this story really quickly. Wait, oh yeah, do it. Which is because it's it's heartwarming. Okay. Which is that um Kelly felt that going to Era's tour was a boys' club she was not a part of, just to like make bring it back to the theme. Yeah. 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 So um because uh she didn't have tickets. She's a nurse. It was really hard for her to like pin down and, and the I was gonna get her ticket when I got that pre-sale code and she had a wedding. So it just was uh. really hard for her to go. And um on the day it was a Saturday of MetLife, and I had told her just like try to keep the day open because like I don't know. Like, yeah. And I had asked them, like, can, can I have a plus one? And they were like, it's not looking like that. And I was like, I'm so, I felt so guilty. I was like, here I am going a third time. Yeah. If I could cut my skin and put it on you, <laughs> you could be an influencer for a day. Yeah. I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. And um, I, I, you know, so it's like Saturday morning. I'm running around because my sister had thrifted this red gown for me from in Connecticut. It was like $15. Yeah. And it looked like so much like the 
I, I bet you think about me video. And so I, she's like overnighting that to me. I'm like getting it <laughs> altered. I'm like running around the city, like da da da. And it was like three, it was like two o'clock. And which is pushing it, pushing it. Cause we were getting on the bus, yeah. at, like meeting at the bus at like five 30. And I look at my email and they said, Sabrina, we actually have room for Kelly. We would love and I had told them yes. she was a healthcare hero to like make sure. Yes. You have to pull that. You have to. You we have fired to. our coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realize she was a healthcare hero. We, yeah. Get Kelly yeah. on the bus. Get the CEO of this brand <laughs> out of this box. We got to get Kelly in here. And I, and meanwhile, Kelly had was crying <sighs> in her car. <laughs> she had left her apartment in New Haven area to because both of her roommates were getting ready for eras and she said i can't watch <gasps> so she had left her apartment to like go to ulta to like buy herself something she was crying she was in the car i facetime her and i said get on the metro north bitch <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what what i said you're coming and she goes okay okay and then she speeds home throws a fucking heart on her eye uh, for a lover like had a dress yes she she's was, got a fresh bottle of sandra pay on the train within 20 minutes Luckily, good for she her right and when i tell you is the last because it's two hours yeah i was gonna say i mean she's area. not that close yeah no and it it's a direct route but then it's like takes a second to get at grand central so it was really stressful and so she got on the last train that got her in right to grand central right in time to then uber to the bus and then we got there and then like it was so funny because at the beginning of the day she was crying she was distraught then four hours later we are on this party bus blasting taylor getting free champagne yes like on our way to a fucking box seat for free i love like this. she she just kept looking at me going i can't believe this is happening i mean she's seen I an emotional roller coaster yes. that so day. that that was a big day for her and yeah. then i did something really bad what <laughs> that I sounded like an indie film by the way <laughs> <laughs> I was drunk, and then I s maybe should stop talking about Taylor because at a certain point I do need to like have an, an, an original thought. <laughs> Here's the thing: my therapist mm. would say you're not really talking about Taylor. We're talking about you. Yes, yeah. that's so true. She, yeah. that's so true. We're she, not talking about your ex. We're talking about you. Yes, <laughs> so true, and that is so true, and that yes. is so true, and, and that really is so true. And I was drunk on alcohol because there was a, a lot of a free lot of free, alcohol. yeah, and I was slimming and. <laughs> I forgot that she's not someone who has seen the tour three times. And I was like, can we make a quick video of me like in my, I bet you think about me dress. And she was like, girl, of course I would literally kill for you. Uh, I'm giving you my first, like my unborn child. And um, I, and then, so when 22 came on, we said, let's go do it now for like the 22 slash um, we are never getting back together. Blah. You don't like that part. I I like it. But you gotta like, pick a time to go to the bathroom. You gotta pick a time. Twenty two. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. me were on the set list, it would be during me. And also, I, after you had seen it, <laughs> if you had seen <laughs> it, <laughs> you guys. And so I, and it's not like I like took her away, but we were like in the back of the box seat, and then it was like kind of taking a second. I'm drunk. All of a sudden, I start to hear like, "There I was again," and then Enchanted starts, <sighs> and I look at Kelly and I go. This, it's fine. Let's keep going. Forgetting. Like, I was like, we don't need to see Enchanted. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, yeah, yeah. And then the next day I go, did I make you miss Enchanted last night? And she goes, 
I was just so grateful for you to you. Like, for, <laughs> I wouldn't have been there for you. And then forever when I when I hear Enchanted, I just am like ridden with guilt that like evil drunk Sabrina like made my cousin miss Enchanted. Like I mean, she kind of saw it from afar, but it's like I ruined the moment for her, and I'll never forget myself. But no. it was all evened out. But it's you mm. got her the tickets, and I got her the tickets. There's what it's three hours of music. It's like he, and she can see it again on the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly. In addition to the Ares tour video, I want a video of all the situations like you just described of people mm. getting like those types of emotional roller coasters totally. that people found themselves there because Gorgeous. that's equally as much of a story. That's humanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's what connects us all. There's I'm, one part of Enchanted that I can't get behind. Explain. I'm Where also she's not like, the biggest. please don't be in love with someone else. It's like get up, grow up. <laughs> it's like it's a little bit like stand you, up for yourself. It really, it really is like when you're on the subway and you see someone hot, and then like you see their partner, and you're like, I'm offended. <laughs> it's like that. It's like, can you not be hot and be in love with someone? Imagine else? Like, your guy okay. with his headphones and his book documentary somebody else came along it was a reading please don't be in love with someone else and guess what you would really relate to that lyric because you'd go are you fucking serious (laughs) you're in love with someone else and not me then don't be on my subway car reading Mm -hmm. a book Mm -hmm. if you're not 2 a.m who do you love that was a good harmony that was good (laughs) (laughs) also with enchanted i will say like when i was like 17 or whatever i was like Oh, this is the craziest, most amazing song I've ever heard. And now it's like when you hear it a million times on TikTok, like that's true. I don't feel it like sustains in the way that like a Speak Now does or some yeah. other tracks on the album. I know there's something about when you hear a song on TikTok so many times, or even a song that I like first find on TikTok, mm-hmm. I feel weird being like, "Oh, I found this song on TikTok." It feels like there's something mm-hmm. about it that makes it feel like less. It's like than so it was advertised to you and yeah. shoved down your throat, <laughs> and you're such a consumer. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you open wide also like the like, little pig you are. Yum, yum, yum. yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> From the trough. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> but it's okay. We're like, what is America but consumption and capitalism? And sometimes <laughs> we have to just give into that and we have to just slip. And we have to go to the Taylor Eras tour. Absolutely. Wait, the last thing I need to say about Taylor Swift is that yeah. this is related to Enchanted, but because you said you weren't, haven't done, you didn't go to the 1989 tour, correct? This is my first tour I've gone to. I did not go to 1989, but I like watched it on YouTube a lot in my house mm. like 10 times. And there's mm-hmm. like this um, mashup she does of Wildest Dreams and Enchanted that is so incredible. Mm. It's so incredible. I have a video of it on my phone that I'm going to send to everyone. And it's like <laughs> at one point she like rips her skirt. It's like she like stands up <gasps> from a piano and grabs a microphone. Oh and my it's, God. It's so good. Like it's the best thing I've actually ever seen. That was actually too. Like I got to say. This is kind of like boys clubby. I'm. Can I just say one more thing about Taylor's? Please, as much yes. as you want. So, um, I got really mad when the NFL. And I'm already mad. We're already opposed. <laughs> I'm already upset. <laughs> I'm already upset. When the NFL memes and all of those little boys clubby kind of like Twitter, you know, spaces were really making fun of her, and I'm just gonna sorry to the audience to not be able to see this, but the. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Baby, let the game begin. Let the games begin. And then that move, and she does that every time she does, and she's like, and she does this, which is a little bit like a funny move. Yeah. But it's the type of move where you're like, you're committing to the bit. Yeah. Like, I don't think Taylor is going like this, going, I'm such a good dancer. She's just living. <laughs> Not one of her beat. strong suits, famously. Yeah, famously. And, and she's Bambi on ice. Like, she knows that. I think that she treats dancing like a workout class. Yeah. She's like my foot goes here and my hip yes, goes here, and, that's and okay. like yeah, it's like she she's never doing claimed. so many other things. Yeah, and then when people are like, "This is what you guys are paying all this money to see," I'm like, 
she never said, I am Taylor Swift dancer extraordinaire. She <laughs> yeah. said, I'm a pop so- star, I'm a singer-songwriter, yeah. and I'm going to make it fun for you guys. Yeah. And also, like, I'm going to, like, lean into this. Like, I feel like as an artist, as long as you're not claiming to be an expert at something, you can do it. Right. And I don't think she ever claimed to be an expert about it. So it's giving misogyny, all those people making for fun sure. of it. And that does lead me to... Another boys club thing, which is I am actually going to a football game on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the Jets. Yes. Okay. Know. And I would bet yes. you, you know. it's even less crowded than the Eras Tour. No doubt. Well, you know what? Actually, it's the same brand. Shout out. Love you guys. Who took me to Taylor's actually taking me. Do they have this box forever? I, I hope. <laughs> they must. I mean, I they're hope. like, hey, we Shout still got that same Taylor. box. Please keep taking me to things. I love you guys. <laughs> um, and uh, I... Um, when they sent the email explaining the like logistics of it, 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 it like they didn't say like, make, you're really going to want to take the bus. Cause it's really going to get, be hard to get out of there. Like they didn't, they were just like, come on the bus if you want. Like, yeah. So it definitely is going to be Find your way there. It'll be no problem. Your, it'll be yeah. No problem. Yeah. Like, it was a teller, they're like, you will get lost. Come a minute before. That's fine too. Exactly. Yeah. Are you tailgating? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm no. Cause I'm, so my brother, I'm taking my brother-in-law who is like the biggest football fan of all time. Yeah. He literally, his name is Kevin and he literally has a Twitter account called football. Kevin. <laughs> 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 We're best friends. Love My to take Kevin. Away from Shout all out that to Kevin. You have a married sibling. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, so you're the black sheep. <laughs> she is older, but not by that much. <laughs> um, has a baby too. Ah. Um, but it's okay. Cause in, in that way, I'm a mother now. So yes. it's fine. Like yes. when people are like, oh, are you worried about like all that? I'm like, I'm a mother. So I'm not really worried about my A mother can be mom. anything. A mother can be anything. I have a child. And, um, so he is a Giants fan, but still like, I, you know, I was like football. And so it's just going to be funny because I'm going to be like, woo. And yeah. like, I, when I tell you, I don't know a single thing. <laughs> Believe me. Are you guys football people? We saw one game. <laughs> Did you so see? Yeah, you seen more than that. I've seen more games than that. I, I feel I, like you're sporty. You're I'm a soccer. Big time. I'm, I'm a big sports fan, and I grew up in the South where football, like especially Where? college football, Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. Yeah, so college football is huge down there. Big fan of the Georgia Bulldogs. Go dogs. Um, okay. But we watched we watched Monday Night Football the other night the with, Bills v. with Sam Schaefer. Wait, you're from this? I thought you guys were from the same place. We went to college in very similar Got places. Yeah. But Copy. we never saw each other, and I really could have used a friend because I was actively an alcoholic. Oh. <laughs> we only overlapped for like a year i think maybe oh, two <laughs> what he's saying is before. i'm older okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not to bring it up yeah. but but um we watched monday night football the other night and it was at the jet stadium and i was looking at it because it's a met life and i was like this is so crazy i was telling you i was like think that look at all pe- those people that are there M- even more for taylor and the thing about the football game is there are certainly people who will bought tickets and didn't show up. Mm-hmm. Not a damn person who bought a Taylor Swift ticket didn't show up. There's no way. Like, there's no way those tickets didn't either get resold. Like, every yes. seat in the house. Oh, impossible. Yeah. Impossible. Like, it would be a, a crime to leave a seat un, un, unsad. There's no <laughs> one who was like, I don't feel well today. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Even if, like, yeah. worst case scenario, you were, like, down, 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 couldn't go, you would resell your ticket. Like, yeah. somebody's taking that seat. Someone is taking that seat. Yeah. Fo- <laughs> yeah, as you were saying that, I'm thinking, and I'm like... Yeah, I don't think there was a single, but there was like on the night because I was on the f- on the floor one night. Wow, that I was know. better. And well, not than the box because then it would be bringing. So did you get all three? You got box, floor, and and regular stadium. I got nosebleeds night one. You're gonna have to do two, a listicle where you rank. I know. Them. <laughs> I really had three sixty. 
Wow. Um, well, I will say that if I really had to pick, like, I feel like my favorite moment was, like, the fir- nosebleeds the first night because, like, it was the first time being, like, in a space with her. Yeah. And yeah. I just immediately sobbed as she was playing the archer, and I just was a fucking basket case. And I was just like, oh, Do you relate to that song? No. Is dating hard for you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. Is it though? Is it yeah. hard because you're on the internet? It's really hard because I'm on the internet. Because you're like, so no one's meeting you for the first time at a Never. coffee shop. I'm, I have no anonymity, which like slay, love all of my queens who follow me. I appreciate you not saying that in a negative way at all. But, and I also completely subscribe to it and plaster my face all over the internet every day. Yeah. But, um, no, I said, I yeah, I was like, yeah, you do. No, <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do. I do. It's, it so is that the I nature of the business. Taylor yeah. Swift yeah. Concerts, <laughs> free. And just kidding. It's for the art and the fans. <laughs> and I love you guys. Um, this guy on Tinder <laughs> was like, I looked up your Instagram. You do stand up, And I was like, you weren't supposed to do that. It was like you, you really weren't, weren't supposed, to. supposed to do that. And I feel like you, tell you cannot avoid that. Like you can't avoid it. You, you need someone that's it. never been online. Or just like maybe someone who just like couldn't care less. Yeah. I guess. Somebody who like doesn't yeah. have an Instagram, doesn't care about it, doesn't know. Someone who I don't know, it's cause but then 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 those people then they find out. Yeah. And maybe they don't like you would need somebody who like doesn't care about it, but not that they undervalue it. Because like yes. it could be the case where somebody's like, I'm not online and that's stupid, and they like don't understand that what you do is yes. valuable and cool. I also honestly think like rather than in terms of like the dating of it all and the anonymity, I do think it it honestly is like a larger thing that I find other female friends of mine in the city dating are experiencing too, which is just like when you are a career girl and you're really focused on something, it can be hard to yeah. find like a guy who's can be comfortable with that in a way. And, yeah. and not to say that anyone's ever said that to me, but I feel like there's always like an air of that because yeah. I am girl bossing out here clearly. And I think that like, even though it's like funny to be like TikTok, da da da, it still is obviously like a level of work that I'm and It's, it's like yeah. a constant work that I'm putting out there. And I think that like my obsession with my work is definitely something that's, can be hard to yeah because like, i think sometimes these guys it's like at first it's like ooh, like girl boss and yeah. then it's like oh you know like actually like you're like really prioritizing that working hard like that's untrue and it's like the yeah. reality of it plays out and i just think a lot of i think that there's a lot of ego issues with these guys in the city anyhow let alone yeah, totally. when they're like faced with that totally that's my interpretation absolutely i and, feel like and I, my friends too like not just me like my friends who are like worky girls yeah i noticed at solid core mm-hmm. so most of my clients are women mm-hmm. most of my clients are in their 30s mm-hmm. well into their 30s and a lot of them are like really high achieving women who i see get engaged have serious boyfriends so much after mm-hmm. like where what people at home are oh, yeah yes. yeah and it's like well, yeah, the timelines are so much CFO. later here anyway yes. yeah but like yeah. i feel like uh especially also like you are you are your boss you are working mm-hmm. for yourself you're creating your own thing you're not like it's not like you're i mean obviously there's plenty of girl bosses who are out there working for companies and doing mm-hmm. their thing but like mm-hmm. when there's no corporate structure beyond you mm-hmm. it's like well i also like i'm running this ship like i can't just stop working totally. like it's like it's not like that it's like that i self-motivated thing is right. a little bit they're like that's crazy yeah and you're like but also like <laughs> yeah. th- this is the business like yes. i have to keep this moving or it won't and it's like you're still in your like early era of your career where you like mm-hmm. have to be putting in that work to like lay the groundwork for everything else. And 100%. it's like, I don't think a lot of people recognize the kind of like extra pressure that there is when you totally. are your own 
everything. You're the HR, you're the business, you're you're all of it. Totally. And yeah. we all have to deal with it like in you know, in entertainment it's yeah. like you it's like you're a hamster on a wheel. Like you have mm-hmm. it, like I'm you know, you go to something like JFL and you're like, it's not like it ends right. after that. You're right. like, now I have to get the next thing. Yeah. It's like and it and it really never ends ever. Yeah. And that's why you have to like love it, you know. But um but yeah, and I think I think that's a part of it. And I think that also, I don't know if you guys know the podcast, Girls Gotta Eat, my friend sent me mm-hmm. this episode where they did uh, this woman who wrote a book about basically this statistical gap in kind of what you're saying. She specifically surveyed like women in D.C. who were all highly educated and, you know, high performing at work type of women, like girl bossy girls in D.C. and how there is like this statistical gap in um and how there are all these women who are ready to start family planning and they don't have male counterparts yeah who are at like their age also looking to do that and i think and yeah i think it's i'm very interested in the whole like suburbs versus like i'll date a guy who's like a lot older and i'll like tell my sister and she'll be like what the fuck and i'm like that number is like 25 in New York years yeah, because it's yeah. like, the, and that's the thing too, is like the, a lot of times like you'll, you'll think like a th- like 30 year old guy who like has an, uh, like the things we were talking about at the beginning has a nice apartment, whatever. Like it, even that it's like, you're so fucked up in the head. That's my thing <laughs> that I want to say. I would like to say that it's, we're always about like women are crazy. Women are crazy. Have you met men? <laughs> men? Like cis men that you're dating, like, straight men they have never um had to process an emotion up until now and then they're like what yeah and then they put it on you i always say to my friends too when they end up feeling weird from some situationship it's like it always ends up being where you like date a guy who has issues in some way yeah and you're like whatever and then somehow by the end of that situation when it blows up you feel like the one with issues. Right. And you're like, no, no, you have issues. You're crazy. You don't know how to, um, like, you know, understand your own emotional process. Mm-hmm. You just lash out and can't articulate anything. Get right. upset about having emotions in the first place. Don't take responsibility for it and then put it on women. Absolutely. Wait, every community is so fucked up because I think the gay version of that is, is you didn't want to be gay as many mm. of us didn't or like you had this thing that you were hiding and then you didn't go to prom with anyone yeah. and it was like this weird thing and then your mom said that you can't go to church kind of vibe mm. not me i had a very lovely coming up that. <laughs> but like there's like that kind of like that thing that's just like oh that. and that it, and then it becomes like this it, just like to your point like this inability to whether it's articulate or even just like are, I even articulate to yourself. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. there's no introspection yeah. happening. I feel like, especially mm-hmm. with gay men, too, like, if you have those kind of internal, like, homophobic thoughts about yourself, it's mm-hmm. hard not to then project that onto a partner in some way and then, yeah. like, also have that fracture the relationship. And Because it's like, if you don't love yourself, how are you supposed to love somebody who, like, is experiencing the same things that you don't love about yourself. Yeah, and if and also like psychologically, if yeah. someone loves you and you hate yourself, you're like, ew, you're weird. Why? Right. Do you like <laughs> yeah. But like that's what so many of them yeah. do. So it's it's. I feel like it's a general thing too. It's also just us being in New York. I think it's like a place where people come to like find themselves, build their yeah. heart, build something, and that you know sometimes is motivated by lack of love and childhood, etc. <laughs> and I think that it becomes then you know a lot of the people you're meeting are like building something. I 
and and have these insecurities and maybe these things that they haven't worked out and then it just all comes out in dating yeah, yeah. and I, what you were saying earlier about the like statistics about like men and women and just mm. like general trajectory of you know kind of growth and, and things yeah. like that there's a lot of statistics or like a lot of studies now that I think are showing just like how behind most cis straight men are and probably mm. you know all men but just prob- more specifically for like heterosexual relationships like I think I'm trying to remember what it was if it was like m- women usually date like up or or want to date up in terms of like dating someone as but are forced to date down in terms mm. of like intelligence and and income these days <laughs> whereas men want to date down drag me but there are not like there are not options because yeah. the women are outpacing them in school and in job hunts and in everything and so it's like there's all these women who have more education and more money and more like cultural status uh-huh. and there's no men like above them because that like all the men have fallen behind so there's this like weird thing where they're kind of everybody's looking in the opposite direction for something and nobody's there mm-hmm. so it's like this it, the gap is like widening. and also people are having kids later and less kids yeah of money yeah um yeah my sister was saying that to me recently where she was saying like because she is doing the suburbs thing and the house thing and the baby and, and she was like it's interesting how we have we continue to have that as such a staple in our conversation of this is what you're supposed to live up to and build toward but the reality is financially we are not actually set up for it right she was like used to be able to just like buy a house it's not really like that anymore it's like you know and so i think it's like but but our view of the standard and the pressure hasn't changed like i'm also in my late 20s and i you know, I definitely, I feel like I had to really consciously be like, it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah. it's okay yeah. if I don't have a, like, a not a baby at 30. Like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, I you- screamed to my dad yesterday on the phone outside of a soul cycle, Chelsea under the mm. High Line, where I was like, my bed might touch two walls, <laughs> but, and it doesn't right mm-hmm. now. But Thank God. But I mean, mine does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, first of all, my dad was like, that actually sounds really cozy. And I was like, you're missing the point. You're <laughs> missing like, the so point. like, so you like a nook? <laughs> he was, but like, Yes, our beds might touch two walls, but you want to know something? You have the will to live. So like, we have to get up in the morning. That's so true. And like, that's so hard to gauge with a person. But I feel like there are so many people where it's like, what is what is fueling this internal engine to keep you spinning around on this senseless planet? Mm-hmm. Because like, mm-hmm. if it's not your dreams or some like, sometimes I'm just like, what makes you happy? And it yeah. like really is hard to figure out. With I people. think a lot. I think the issue is like when you start dating people, where what makes them happy is validation. Yeah, oh. it's just garnering as much attention and validation through this process as much as possible until one day they crash and burn and like end up with someone and yeah. we're the collateral it's and there's an adverse wow. of that where Damn. i think it can be you you yes validation of them but this actually ties to what you're saying actually this ties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, validation of, of them <laughs> and part of what makes the validation powerful is their godlike opinion of you Brad yes yeah that i feel like if it's like suddenly it's very manic pixie dream girl dream gay whatever <laughs> where it's like, and it's literally like I think that all three of us whatever like it's like oh here's someone who knows who they are and knows what mm-hmm. they want yeah. and like that can be really exciting to someone who's lost and it's like yeah but we can't be a reason to get up in the morning yeah because we're busy yeah and like that's hard we used to talk about that a lot because I have like had relationships in the past too where it's mm-hmm. like I you know have these dreams I'm pursuing and this mm-hmm. career I'm pursuing and like you know similar to what you were saying earlier where it's like I am the engine that's running this and I have to keep, you know, fueling the fire. And it's like, yeah, when you have somebody who just has a little bit more of a traditional job and a traditional lifestyle in that way. And so their, their piece of excitement is you. (laughs) You're like, Mm. I, 
you can't though. Like it just doesn't it doesn't match up because you're. What like, are you doing this weekend, my lover? <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, that, yeah, I like, will say I can't be your only activity. Like, yeah. <laughs> but this is maybe a little bit of like my flair of like specifically you talking about the straight cis men because I would say it's a little bit. I would like that. See, yeah. to me, I would like to have someone who is so excited by living vicariously through me. Uh, because I think the reality is... they're, is like, jealous? They Well, I think it's, like, they think... They, they like it on a... I think sometimes with these guys and, like, what I see with my friends, it's, like, oh, you do cool things, like, girl boss, whatever. They like it on the surface. Yeah, like, in but theory. The, but the reality is a lot of these guys, they're not going to live vicariously through a woman. Like, to them, yeah. it's, yeah. like, no matter what, <sighs> your career is never going to be as important. Like, it's, like, there's never going to be that value you because it's like it's like oh cool you're doing this thing but it's like you know I think it can be hard for a lot of these types of guys to actually be able to put aside themselves because I think they're so on the road of like self-actualization yeah it's like it's more about like I am me and this is my empire my journey and like you're a nice addition to that but like not a lot of guys are the type to be like you know, either join your empire or like can join. It's always about like it's theirs, and then it's like you can be a nice little like fun time sprinkle in. Yeah. Because I think that there's just it's just there's just not a level of like you know equality there. Like I don't I really think it just all comes down to that. Like yeah. I think no respect for it. Yeah, there's like a lack of and and again I'm not just saying like I'm saying like even like with friends who are you know, I have a lot of you know and, and not even just in entertainment like I have a lot of friends pursuing things in other ways I think entertainment it's especially wild yeah. because it's like so in your face mm-hmm. um, and so yeah. on display and so on display yeah and, and that, that's not so easy public. for people yeah no it's, it's not, not easy for people and I get that and not to say that that's been like a specific issue for me but I feel like it's a deterrent in 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 even starting things with people maybe yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Here's how we got on this conversation. Yeah, we got you mentioned so the archer and then I was like, the archer is <laughs> <the laughs> dating hard. <laughs> There's it's a line in the hard. archer that's like, the, I think about it all the time. I almost mm. put on my close friend story to freak people out. Yeah. And it was um, all of my enemies started out friends. <laughs> yeah. I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's so I, I'm definitely like my friend and I, my best friend Lauren lives in this neighborhood. Um, she and I are very big on invisible string and we're very big on just like, do you know about invisible string? It's, I know it's one, is song. it folklore? It's, it's, is it folklore? It's folklore. Yeah. It is folklore. And it's just like that concept of like being connected to someone. And like, I really do think sometimes it can be, you just have to have that like fatalistic, like it's going to work out. Like, and you kind of have to just do you until then. The national just came out with a new album and there's one song where about like a past love and it's like, what will your opinion be of me on the day before we all die? And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, you just my got God. so dark. Connor got scared. <laughs> I was like, I uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the darkest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Anybody want to hear Anyone it? Anyone want to hear about it? Um, but also. If you're still thinking about those guys the day before you yeah. die, we have not done you're the not, work. Guess what? We you're have not, not done the work. Yeah. Someone call Haley. There will be matter. bigger things to think about. Think about Livia Rodrigo's new album. I love, love. So good. I'm obsessed with her. For a second string, super weird second string loser who's not worth mentioning. That's her line, and that's what you're going to think yeah, on your deathbed that, about those people. Which song is that? Get him back. That's. That's Love is Embarrassing. I really like Kiss His Face with an Uppercut. So good. I love, um, I've been listening to, what is it, Ballad of a Homeschool. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Social I've been, Suicide. I have uh. been, yes, I have been walking through the city just like uh. on repeat. 
just I'm amped up. About That's it. why I'm wearing all black right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling amped. Because yeah. I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling amped. Yeah. I really brought that energy, I feel. No, it's yeah. been so good. I, I, you know, I'm obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo's new album. I love, and every time I listen to, like, Vampire, I loved it as a single. And then mm. now listening to it in the album, I love it's, it even more. I'm not sick of it. Like, yeah. I, I don't skip it for how many times I listen to it. Me neither. Yeah. Because sometimes the single really can be, like, the one you don't really like anymore. Because yes. you've heard it so many you've times and it's it. overplayed or whatever. But, like. I'm still context. loving it. Agree. Oh, when she says fame fucker, I'm just like, oh, I'm like, get it, yeah. girl. Get Which it. is written all over the Manhattan streets. Have you seen that? Yes. No. <laughs> it's just written everywhere. Oh, just fame like fucker. I think it was part of their like, like a PR. They, like, oh, it was yeah. specifically for them. <laughs> I was like, some person did that? Fame fucker. It's yeah. fame fucker. purple, like, like spray painted. She's so thing. iconic. Yeah. And um, I'm sad that she and Taylor I don't know about that. Like the grudge, whatever. <gasps> Do you know about that? Is people there drama? Think, people think the grudge is about Taylor. Um, Here's the thing. Taylor is 34, It's like 33. you guys are not fighting. I don't You couldn't fighting. be. When I'm 33, you I cannot fight with a 20-year-old. No. And I don't no. think a 20-year-old should be fighting That's with her. Child. It's I've like you even like, met a 20-year-old. You should only be. Daughter. Daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should only be like looking. It's actually up. about the handmaid. Yeah, tale. I'm just hoping it's not real. I'm just hoping that <laughs> let's daughter. just deny, deny, deny. Yeah, let's because just, back to I Gomer girls. No, we don't want the girls. We to don't fight. want the girls fighting. We can't. We can't. Olivia, they need is, each other now more than ever. They really need each other. I think. I think get them back is a song we are going to be singing for the rest of our lives. I I agree. I, I was saying when I was mom. I was a little bit high, so maybe I was like, my mm. brain was going further with it, but I texted my siblings and I was, I was like, you guys have to listen to the new Olivia Rodrigo album. And they all were like, I love it. And I was like, I think she could be the next Taylor Swift. Oh, well, I think that's honestly part of where the tension comes from. Yeah. Is that like there's no one else, I feel like, who's on that trajectory. Right. Except her. <sighs> so... But we'll queen, see how she goes. have to make room for each other. Exactly. And I would think that at this point, Taylor, you know, 10 albums later into her 30s. It's moving. Yeah, she's very, I mean, she's just sold out every NFL she's stadium doing well. in the country. I think she basically. was in my dream last night, so she should be fine. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> doing fucking well. She's doing really well. She's, she's in our subconscious. A billionaire. I think about her every day. Is she officially? She was also out no, at Via Corota last night. And she was with Sophie Turner. And <sighs> I was out. Divorcee. Divorcee. And, and people were joking that like, I'll be um, hand in hand with your yes. thickest thieves Legion, with your ex. Yeah. Thickest oh, thieves with your you love that song. Because she dated Joe Jonas. and Right. I also saw this funny tweet that was like, Sophie Tucker has the distinct honor of being able to listen to breakup songs of her actual like husband. Because <laughs> yeah, Taylor yeah, yeah. has, like should have said no. Is Joe, yeah. Like, I think some of those. I know. Yeah. Taylor's doing a service to a lot of women Taylor out there. Taylor's mother and she knows it. <laughs> I think it's a strategy and I appreciate the strategy. She's like, I'm going to take care of all women. Yeah. Because also, by the way, I really like not to like, not to make this about me, but I really feel that she and Joe breaking up is like, I connect to that because it's like he couldn't watch her girl boss too hard. Yeah. yeah. He couldn't handle it. Because, I mean, the Jonas Brothers, pff, they're not even close. Oh, no. Joe Alwyn. Yes. No, that took me a second. Oh, Joe Alwyn. Do I should have clarified that. Because she did date Joe Jonas, too, she no? She did, but when they were, like, kids. Right. Whereas Joe Alwyn is not, obviously, of at the course. level in Hollywood that equates to of her course. level. Yeah. And that was her most recent breakup, right? That was her most recent yeah. breakup. And that's why it was so devastating for us, because we were like, oh, my God, like, she found her invisible string. <sighs> and nope. Not yet. It wasn't. The search continues. <laughs> I wonder keep if she'll pulling, ever girl. Keep pulling. <laughs> keep pull, it's like flaws. It's like you'll Literally. get there. You'll get there. Just order more, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
<laughs> oh my goodness, Sabrina! Thank you so much oh for coming God. on the pod. Um, Time of my life, obviously. Yeah, we had a blast. Literally. Would you like I to you plug your socials or anything coming up? Yeah, I would like to plug a few things. I'd love to plug. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to plug a few things. I'd like to plug. Check me out on the internet, and I'd like to plug that we should like are gonna all go to the eras yes. movie together yes. and i'm gonna put us in a group chat about it Absolutely. i think we can invite other people we can kind of make an exclusive list of yes who we feel we've we got some swifty friends that'll be yeah a great i'll addition. bring some people you bring some people and we can but it's like w- it'll be a curated group. yeah yeah awesome yeah. guys love Lucky you awesome all right are. uh boys Thank at you home for having yeah me. follow sabrina online and um please rate and review the podcast we'd love to hear from you it helps us out so please do and uh we'll get out here on a smooch one two three What's up, boys at home? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on Instagram? At Connor Janda, C-O-N-O-R. Janda is panda with a J. And you can follow me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O-C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow us both at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. Uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye, boys.